When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, the world's oldest bodybuilder, still competing at the age of 90. You inspired to try that? I'm Tony Kornheiser now. I'm too ripped already. You jacked. I mean, yeah. I am. I am. Two pound weights. Those two pound weights just jacked my arms. Yeah. They're just bursting through this jacket. (laughs) I can do three or four push ups anytime. Just ask three or four. I can. You and Hushim. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode of Sante Samuel questions Bill Belichick. Running backs try to band together and baseball produces an historic scoring binge. But we begin today with the British Open, which will tee off tomorrow morning at Royal Liverpool at 1.35 Eastern time. And that is a couple of hours before Wilbon goes to bed and a couple of hours before I wake up. The head of the RNA, Martin Slumber, said, quote, it's going to be wet or it's going to be very wet. We'll see, unquote. Wilbon, what storyline are you most interested in? Tony, I'm interested in finding out who wants to step out and be the man right now. Who's ready to do that? You've had a different winner of each one of the three major championships played so far. You've had a lot of different winners and a lot of different people at the top of the board since January. When you, when you, you started in Hawaii and you move forward and you come through and you get to the players and then you go to Augusta, You've had so many different winners, and, and I like that. Uh, I appreciate it. I think that when you follow something like the age of Tiger or Tiger and Phil, you, you're not going to duplicate that. And so you're going to have a lot of people, and I, I think you could have, I don't know, 30, 35 people, not just a leaderboard, but a lot of people content. But who's going to step out there? I mean, Scheffler hasn't won a major, but Brooks Kepka has. But nobody's won two. It, who, who is going to Morikawa, who's been, it's been a couple of years, you know, he's one of my favorites, a guy I root for. Uh, JT, there's so many guys you can think of. Do yeah. we see Jordan Spieth return to this? Do we see Rory finally, after nine years, come back to the winner's circle in the major? Who's going to step out and be great? And I don't know, and I think it's kind of cool to see if we can find that out. Yeah, I am particularly interested in Rory. Rory just won the Scottish Open. I want to see if it translates into winning a major. Uh, Rory is the last guy to win a regular tour event the week before a major and then go win a major. He did that in 2014. He won the Bridgestone and then he won the PGA at Valhalla. And he has won, of course, the British Open. The one he won was in Royal Liverpool. I'm interested how he holds up on Thursday and Friday. He's in a killer group. It's Rory, it's Rom, it's Justin Rose. John Rahm won the Masters this year. I think he's the best player Speaking in the of world. guys who could step out and, sh- and show That's I'm right. the best, Rahm. Yes. Who has been he's, I think he's the number one player in the world. Yeah. Um, I think that Justin Rose is a god in England. That's where he's from. And he's won the U.S. Open. That's as good a threesome as is out there. I had Steve Sands on my podcast this morning. Sands is over there. He had just finished walking the course with Darren Clark, who has won a British Open and knows all the courses in the road are very well. And Clark said 
If you land in a fairway bunker, not around the green, a fairway bunker, it's so deep that you cannot get to the green. So Sands was picking people who he feels are very deliberate players, not bombers. Sands mentioned Morikawa, who I know is your boy. Yes. Mentioned Ricky Fowler, mentioned Terrell Hatton, and mentioned Tommy Fleetwood. He did not mention Rory. Fairway Jesus. One side note. You, you mentioned Kepka. Kepka is a very fast player and hates slow players. He is paired with Patrick Cantlay, Who's who is a slobberate. That ought to be fun. <laughs> Deliberate. That ought to be fun. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. Let, let's see. Come on now. Somebody can take the lead here and maybe become player of the year by just winning. So, you know, we didn't even mention Wyndham. Who, who just won the most recent major. If he wins again, and it seems unlikely... Yeah, he won the U.S. Open. Then yeah. he becomes, right? He, he, he becomes a player of the year. So there's a lot of room there. Let's move to the National Football League, where former Patriot quarterback Asante Samuel has pointed words about his old coach, Bill Belichick. Samuel told the All Things Covered podcast that Belichick is not the GOAT, not the greatest coach of all time. Quote, are you crazy? Look at his record without Tom Brady. You've got to win without Tom, close quote. Tony acts in his mind. What do you think of the case that Asante Samuel is trying to make? Well, I don't think it's airtight. I mean, it's empirically true that Belichick has not won without Brady. We, we can all see that. But it is possible that this argument ignores the fact that Bill Belichick created around Tom Brady an environment that allowed him to excel. And that would be called coaching. Amen. Right? That would be called coaching. Yes. Um, And and I think that has to be, it has to be considered. You you can look at the record Bill Belichick had in Cleveland, I think it was 36 and 44 in five years, one playoff appearance. Since Brady has left New England, 25 and 25. Not very good. If you factor in Brady's rookie year where he did not play at all, Bill Belichick's record without Tom Brady is 66 and 80, and that's not great. So it's clear, Mike, that Brady has burnished Bill Belichick's resume. But what did Jimmy Johnson do without Troy Aikman? What did Chuck Knoll do without um, Terry Bradshaw? I I mean, you have to What did Bill Walsh do without two Hall of Famers, Montana and Young? Oh, wait, he never had to find out. You're made by great players. Professional sports about great players. This is why... This is why I always try to make the case for Joe Gibbs as the GOAT. Yeah. Three yes. different Super Bowls Agreed. with three different quarterbacks, quarterbacks none of them in the backs. Hall of Fame. Three different great running yeah. backs. And a whole different offensive cast he had, but a line around him. Tony, I, I agree with you. First of all, I, Asante Samuel. I mean, I, you know, so I, I don't, I'm not really going to be in the business of caring deeply what Asante Samuel has to say. But... He, the case, if we're going to argue the question is about the case he makes, he makes a pretty persuasive case that, yeah. yes, this is okay. his record without this guy. But again, you know, I mean, let's go to basketball with Greg Popovich. He didn't have Tim Duncan and David Robinson and Ginobili and Parker right now, and it's not been good. Hadn't made the playoffs. Am I going to argue that Greg Popovich is not an all-time great coach? No, I'm not going to argue that. And so I don't, I don't really know what the point is you know, other than if he wants to take shots at Belichick because maybe Belichick didn't play him enough or he wound up leaving to go into Philly after he had a pretty good career in New England. Okay, you can take yeah. shots at Belichick. But, you know, I still take Belichick. I'd hire him above most any other coach in the NFL if he was available. Here's what we don't know, and we're never going to know. What? How many Super Bowls does Tom Brady get to without Belichick? 
Again, this is coaching. You yeah. set up an environment to allow people to yes, flourish. That's how it works. We move on. According to Pro Football Talk, NFL running backs have formed a text chain where they are discussing steps to improve their situation. Running backs currently get paid on average less than all other 11 on 11 positions except fullback. They get paid less than kickers, but don't, don't weep for them because they make more than punters and long snappers. Wilbon, do you think running backs will have success banding together to improve their perceived value? Hell no. No, <laughs> it's the NFL. They will get rid of you. They'll get rid of your whole position. They'll just come in a room and say, everybody in this room, get out. And none of you are getting paid. No. The analytics people who run every sport, in the case of football now, they, don't, they have basically said running backs don't matter to us. And no one is right. out there being independent. There's no independent thinking out there. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see somebody come in like the great Bill Walsh who says, you know what? I'm going to use this dude, and we're going to win that way. And so you have a Derrick Henry out there, but you don't have anybody really creatively using running backs. And so they languish. They just do. Because the coaching now, all these things go in trends. It's like in the NBA. Everybody wants to run pick and roll, and everybody switches everything. And there's no independent thinking out there in that either. So this is the way sports goes, but the tough thing about pro football, Tony, is they can get rid of you. Your contract's not guaranteed, and if they think you are fungible, here's the door, and it doesn't matter what you do on your group text. So it sounds to me like the running backs would like to form a union, except they they already have a union. The NFLPA is their union, and the teams are not going to negotiate with the running back union. So maybe what they can do, if they go to the NFLPA and they say, help us out, the NFLPA will say to them, there's a finite amount of dollars in the pot. If you take out one more dollar, you hurt your brother at another position because you're taking his dollar. Maybe they could argue and be successful, although I don't think so, to get to free agency quicker. Because now when they get to free agency, Mike, most teams think that they're used up. Or they could hold out and quit. Or they could play Another position. I know you hate analytics. There was a story in the Washington Post today about something called expected points added. And running backs were way down on the list, below quarterbacks, below wide receivers, below tight ends. And do you know, do you know this, Mike? This is you may hate it, but all the GMs swear by it. That's the only position since 2015. Running backs, the only position where the franchise tag number went down. It went down. They use it that way. Mike, we're living in a world where Jim Brown would get paid less than a free safety. I was just going to ask crazy. you this. I was going to ask you this. That's and by the way, crazy. cornerbacks are the position that are just, to me, as overrated as they come. Because people like Asante Samuel, one minute, are said to be the greatest thing in the history of football, and the next season, they're traded somewhere else. And you get this guy who's on Revis Island, except then he's under an expressway trying to make the Bengals practice squad. I don't want to hear cornerbacks yeah. really. The expressway to your heart, in your opinion, survivors. is the greatest player in the history of the NFL, Anthony Kornheiser. What position did he play? I thought he played running yeah, back, I did but too. I'm old yeah. and I've forgotten. Yeah, you Let's forget. take a break. Coming up, how should Matthew Stafford feel about his future with the Rams? What's the word for last night's run explosion in baseball? You'll get me started on analytics. You're again. very right. 
You're very right about a creative coach finding a way to use running backs like they I'm used to, to see use one. and winning with them. You know, I thought Kyle Shanahan might yeah, be that guy. He, he, might, he is because he, right? he didn't love his quarterback, which is why they got, tried to get rid of him three years in a row. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats Rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means, uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. It's time to get visionary with our vocabulary and what's the word, what's first? Matthew Stafford should feel blank about his job security with the Rams. He should feel uncertain. Uh, the chief operating officer of the Los Angeles Rams, Kevin Demoff, has conceded that he has had casual, the team has had casual conversations if other teams want to inquire about Stafford. He stresses casual, not serious conversations. He says that Stafford is a pillar on the team. But he also says if somebody comes up with a crazy offer for Stafford, he is certainly going to listen. Um, Stafford had a bad year last year, Mike. He was 3-6 and six as a starter. He had 10 touchdowns and 8 picks. That's really not good. It may well be that his highlight in his career was winning the Super Bowl, and it's downhill from there like it was, for example, for Joe Flacco. And I think you have to remember the team. This is a team that just a few years back said of its quarterback, Jared Goff, Jared Goff is our quarterback today. And then two days later, traded him for Stafford. So it's easy come, easy go. Well, and all that's the reason that Matthew Stafford should be certain about his career. Certain. Absolutely certain. Certain that he has no job security. is none. (laughs) And it doesn't matter. That franchise is just honest about it, open and honest, okay? They got rid of a guy who was on a Super Bowl team, even though they didn't win, and they got That's you, right. and you won a Super Bowl, and now I don't care about you. What did we just talk about with running backs? So, yes, running backs are more fungible. They are even of greater certainty that they have no job security. Certain. Next. Next. Last night's scoring binge in baseball was blank. It was wonderful. There was hitting, there was running, there was action. I don't know what more you could want. I want to get this number right. For the first time since 1894, Mike, before I even was in high school, four games ended with both teams scoring 10 or more. 
For the first time since 1894, 12 different teams scored at least 10 runs. Everybody in your division, the AL Central with the White Sox, everybody scored really at good. least 10 runs. They you know, even Kansas them. City. You know, so this is what Theo Epstein promised us. Baseball that we could like because it would have a lot of action. My last night I was watching the Nats. They were up 3-0 on the Cubs, like in the fourth inning. And I thought, yeah. All right, they're probably going to win this. I turned it off. I went to something else. I never went back. I woke up this morning to find they lost 17-3. Yeah. What? The well, Cubs scored 16 runs in the sixth, the seventh, and the eighth. Paolo Espino gets there to relief. One-third of an inning, eight earned. His ERA is now 24-75. It's like a license plate. It's not good. Last night's scoring binge was nonsense. You know how many teams there are now in Major League Baseball? 30. You know how many teams 30. there were then in 1894? 12. No. 12! I didn't know. So there's okay. something called ratio, and there's something called context. Now, let me, you know, fully divulge. That though that night, that particular night, I guess we're talking about July 4, 1894, there were 12, there were twice as many games played because they all played doubleheaders. Because as you know, oh. and I know, and nobody okay. else knows, under the age of 60, every Sunday and every holiday was doubleheaders, yes. boys double and girls. Headers. You went to two games for the price of one, and that was Americana, and nobody knows anything about it now. They couldn't even get through two innings because they got to look at their phones the whole time. But, okay, so it was still nonsense. It's analytics nonsense. There was still more teams then. So you're it's going to naturally Mike, have they're, they're more runs. runs. It didn't say by the by average. One by one. It didn't say it's by the average, Tony. It didn't analytics. say that. It's not analytics. It is. I got another word for it. You don't want to know. Starts with a C. Let's take one last break, but still to come, what is suddenly wrong with the Cincinnati Reds? They're not under that highway. It's the Bengals under the highway. Shohei does yet another thing that nobody in baseball has done in decades. Your your vitriol against analytics is one thing, but this was just addition. Well, they got that wrong. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Happy time, people. Happy 35th birthday, Trent Williams. Williams is a starting left tackle for the San Francisco 49ers and one of the most highly paid offensive linemen in the NFL. He was first team All-Pro last season for the second year in a row, and he's been to 10 Pro Bowls. 
Williams was originally drafted by Washington with the fourth overall pick in the 2010 draft after being an All-American at Oklahoma. He left Washington after disputing the team's medical practices and was traded to the 49ers for a third and fifth round pick, hardly equal value. In San Francisco, Williams was reunited with Kyle Shanahan, who was the offensive coordinator in Washington while Williams was there. It's amazing. He just said, I want nothing to do with you. I don't ever want to play with this franchise again. And pretty soon, Tony, he was not our neighbor. He was on his way across the country. Smart move, good judgment exercised by Mr. Williams. Happy anniversary, Luke Appling. This is posthumous, but on this day 41 years ago, the 75-year-old Hall of Fame shortstop hit a home run off 61-year-old Hall of Fame pitcher Warren Spahn in the Cracker Jack Old Timers game at RFK Stadium in Washington, D.C. Appling, the oldest player in the game, belted the ball into the left field stands just 250 feet from home plate. RFK was used then as a football stadium and had not been reconfigured for baseball. Appling had hit only 45 homers in his 20-year career, and again, he was 75 years old for this one. He said afterwards, quote, I only took three swings in BP. First pitch goes off the end of the bat, next two off the fist. I thought I'd broken my thumb, so I stopped right there, unquote. More than one thing can be true. It was a very cool moment. I sat, I guess I was like 22 years old, I sat in the ballpark that night in the stands watching that old-timers game. You I was were there. working, I weren't you? I know you were there. I was, Tony, I was there. Tony, it yeah. looked like a Pretty little cool. league stadium. It was configured, yes. you know, and it had been for baseball, yeah. but it wasn't the same to me. It looked like Yankee Stadium down the right field line, a sand wedge, and maybe only a three-quarter one at that. Mike, he's 75 years old. I know. It's just, Come on. I said it was Come a very on, cool Mike. moment, and it Happy was, Happy trails you know, to a pair of yards. games for the Cincinnati Reds. that far. The Giants beat the Reds 4-2 in the completion of Monday's rain-postponed game, then beat them 11-10 in the regularly scheduled game. So San Francisco extended its winning streak to seven. Cincinnati extended its losing streak to six. On July 6th, the Reds were 49-39, two games ahead of the Brewers in the NL Central. Since then, the Reds are 1-7. They're now two and a half games behind Milwaukee. Plus, rookie phenom Ellie De La Cruz is now one for his last 20. You can't steal second, third, and home if you can't get on first. Only thing worse than the National League Central is the American League Central. Those are two awful divisions, and the teams I have followed all of my life play right. in those two divisions. The Cubs still have a chance. They're like seven games under 500. They still got a chance. They've always got a chance Six in your mind, under, maybe. They're the Cubs. Yeah. We're running out of show. We go to the big pitch. Let's San Diego State will reportedly stay in the Mountain West. Are you surprised by that? Well, if they'd gotten out, they would have had a withdrawal fee of like 35 mil. So not all that surprising. The Pac-12 is not as attractive as people might want it to be to others. Cowboys off-pro guard Zach Martin may hold out if he doesn't get a new deal. Is that a big deal? Yeah, he's a great player. They gave Dak the money. Give Zach the there money. There you go. Daryl Morey told 97.5 The Fanatic that he will only trade James Harden for someone who will keep the team a title contender. Your thoughts on that? Like a lot of people, I'm feeling that Harden may wind up there. He is under contract, and they just they were contenders, maybe lightweight contenders, but I don't like Boston and Milwaukee all that much. I don't know. They should stay. Yankees lost again last night. Concerned? Yeah, I mean, people get fired this late in the season when a team's in last place. Last one. 
Shohei leads the league in home runs and triples. Is that significant? How about this list? Guys who led the league in home runs and triples for a whole season. Mantle, Mays, and most recently, Jim Rice. Yeah, it's yeah. significant. Good list. Yeah. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. Larry Irving. Babe Ruth had 16 triples in one year. Huh? Wilbon, huh? I, had, I had 40 on the front yesterday, huh? It's pretty good. 40 on the front. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.